1: Love Talk Radio. Hey
0: guys. Hey guys. Welcome to the Honor Report. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. This is a show about stock market investing. As always. What I try to do for you on this show is share what I've learned over 30 years of doing this in the business, put you on my shoulders, make you a better investor over time. ARMOR stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. So everything begins and ends on this desk with understanding how to manage our risk. Now, I call this quantum investing. And I do that. What it really means is a combination of quantitative execution where we're using industrial strength algorithms we've written to help us execute better, to buy and sell uh, um, more appropriately. And we combine that with a fundamental foundation of research, and that's the information edge that I'm sharing with you. Now, all of this information I use in my own personal account for investors I work with through our interactive brokers relationship. Um, just real quick, let me know if you're getting this, guys. I'm concerned that this isn't really working today. I'm not exactly sure this uh, is going out to you. So just let me know. Type in if you can hear or see what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Moving on, let me just say this. This is a live trading desk. Everything I'm talking about, like I say, I use my own assets. Surrounded by computers, okay? So if I might get interrupted by something, you know, bear with me. I'll have to hop off and come back. What we're going to talk about today are the top 3 investing trends that are on our whiteboard today for 2020. What are we looking at? Okay. We're going to start by going over the top seven indexes that we follow that drive all of our risk decisions. So we're going to look at the exchange traded funds of the S&P, the Dow, the NASDAQ 100, the small cap index, the momentum index, the value index. We're going to round it out with the IBD 50. Those seven indexes, depending on where they are in their cycle, determine whether or not we're committing dollars to the investing arena or if we're looking to protect capital and raise cash. So we start there every show because and if you're following me on Twitter, please do. You can keep up a little bit better if you follow what I'm tweeting. One of the things I talked about today one of the number one rules of investing, things to think about going into 2020, is that three out of four stocks follow the stock market. So you want to try to commit capital at the beginning of new market up cycles and avoid being carried away with the idea of adding more and adding more as the markets make all-time new highs. It's very dangerous to watch CNBC and all those other channels because they just rile you up And they stoke that fear or greed response that you have. And if you're running money based on fear or greed, you're in big trouble. You have to do the opposite to be successful. So our algorithms help us temper that enthusiasm when we're stretched at extremes and get us to put capital to work when fear is at its greatest. Okay? So... Let's jump in. Now, don't forget, I'm not telling you what to buy. I don't know you. I don't know your risk tolerance. That's something for you to decide. So what I'm sharing with you today is education and how I view my own portfolio. But obviously, my risks and my tolerances are going to be different than yours. So if you'd like a more direct, you know, um, helping hand, or coaching, if you will, when it comes to investing to help you determine what type of investor you are and how much risk you should take, well, one of the things you can do is log in to become an Armour Insider. Now, ArmorReport.com I built for you this year. We launched it, kind of soft launch in December. We're going to go full on January 1. ARMR, check it out, armrreport.com. And as an Armor Insider, I can share with you more exactly what we're doing in our portfolios. You'll see what stocks we're buying, which ones we sell, the dates when we enter positions. So you can see four Armor model portfolios set up for you. You'll see the whiteboard, what's at the top of the whiteboard, stocks that we're following, stocks that we feel are urgent that we have to really do research on because we see an entry point. You can follow the risk monitor, just a simple green, yellow, red light telling you what these seven indexes are telling us to do with risk based on our algorithms. I've set all this up for you so you can become an Armour Insider and get that information. And at the same time, as an Armour Insider, you get one-on-one contact with me. Call me anytime. I'll sit down and chat with you and help you figure out what type of investor you should be what fits for your personality, and how you can succeed. So, look, today, I'm going to go to a bunch of different chart patterns so that you can see um, what the overall market's looking like, just big-picture stuff, okay? So let's take a look first. Let me start with this. The risk monitor's telling us that we're still in a yellow or cautious phase. But I'll be honest with you, we're getting closer and closer to that that red phase. Okay, so Green tells us commit a lot of capital right now. We're at a great entry point for the start of a new bull market. Well, we're at a great entry point. We're in a bull market. We've had a correction in that bull market. Here's another entry point. Okay, right now we're way stretched at the top of the channels. So we're so many standard deviations away from the mean. And it gets more and more dangerous and the air gets... You know, less and less oxygen up there. Okay, so we're making money. We're enjoying the positions we've got. And hey, let's stay with them. But when it comes to committing the next dollar of capital, pump the brakes on that, in our opinion. Enjoy what money you're making. Increase your stops. Let the market keep blowing off if it wants to. Great. But have your eye on managing risk at this point, not on adding risk. That's what the algorithms are saying now. Let's go to the videotape.
1: Let's see if this is working. Whoops. Give
0: me a second. Okay. Okay. Are you guys seeing that? hope you are. Great. That's the S&P 500 we're looking at right there, guys. Okay. Okay, let's take a look at the S&P 500. This is a long-term uptrend that you're looking at, going back to 2011, really, on the S&P 500. This is just a basic channel, uptrending channel, right? The object is to buy at these points at the bottom of the channels, okay? Now, let's just do a little exercise here and add another parallel line. computer does it by itself. Look at that. We're right at the top of that next uptrending channel line. So I ask you this question respectfully. Can the market go higher from here? Of course. Of course. The trend is your friend. We might have a great first quarter. Let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy it. But recognize where you are in that cycle. That's what I'm asking you to do. Let's look at it again. Okay. We are all the way at the top of this fourth channel trend. So again, What our algorithms tell us to do is we want to get long at these lows, okay? We want to get long at these lows, okay? And we want to get not necessarily – we don't want to get short. God, no. You don't want to short a a bull market uptrending rally. No way. But do you want to commit another penny of assets right here to the stock market? Probably not. You should have already been long. If you're an armor insider, if you've been watching this – Uh, a podcast and listening to the podcast, watching this live stream for the whole year, you know we were adding aggressively to the portfolio, what, in um, September, October, building out our dividend paying assets, right? We talked about massive increase in um, Fed, um, massive increase, right, in Fed repos. So Tons of money being pushed into the stock market since September, continues to be pushed into the market, promised to be pushed into the market through March. So the window is set. Yeah, the market could keep going higher, but we're going to enjoy the fruits of our labor from you know August, September, October at this point. And we're going to husband capital and wait for the next entry point. Now, let's roll through the rest of our seven um, – portfolios, okay? I mean, our seven uh, ETFs that we follow closely for direction. This is the S&P. Let's look at the Dow real quick, okay? Same thing could be said here. You can see we're breaking out of a nice range. We're running just the same type of chart pattern, okay? How about triple
1: Qs? Look at the triple Qs. Wow okay
0: triple q's same thing blowing out the top side of a channel that's been in you know kind of accelerating right here now this is interesting. look at the small cap index. Okay, there's the small cap index. That index is underperforming, guys, the other big indexes. Now, is that an opportunity or small caps going to blow out in here? Or is that a sign that there's weakness somewhere in the market? Okay, I gave you those hashes in red so you can see the trend and where the market was trading for a while. Let's blow up the picture a little bit. So as the big indexes have made new highs, there's no confirmation in small caps. And now I'd like to show you real quick the IBD50. Same thing with the IBD50. These are innovators. These stocks should be leading the market. They're underperforming. Okay, now let's round out with the momentum index. This kind of looks like the NASDAQ 100, as it should be. If you look at the momentum index, it's got a lot of the big NASDAQ names. And then you've got – the last one is our value index. Okay? And it's making a new a little new high here, a little confirmation. But again, they're all extended. So to wrap up this thought real here, real quick here, our algorithms are saying, hey, enjoy the ride, but it's time to raise stops and be prepared to protect your assets. Now let's get into the top. Three trends that we're following right now on the armor trading desk, okay? And for those of you who are armor insiders already, I suggest you go to the website right now, log in, armorreport.com, A-R-M-R-Report.com, and you'll see a couple of new names at the top of our whiteboard, okay, that are in these One of these three groups, there's three investment themes that we're focusing on to start the new year. The first has to be precious metals. Now, I've been talking about this for the last X amount of months, probably the last four or five months, but more and more aggressively in the last couple of weeks. So go back and watch previous videos. I laid out for you that precious metals are on the move. 2020 could be the year of gold and silver. It's been a decade of underperformance. It's been a brutal place to have money. But you don't make the right investment decisions by looking backwards. You have to figure out what's going to happen next. And with the massive amount of QE being added to the market again, we're getting the follow-through move of gold and silver's earlier move this year. Let's go look at the picture because this is key. This is key to understand what's happening here.
1: Okay, there you go.
0: Window capture. Okay, now let's look back, way back. Going back all the way to 2011. So it's almost the opposite of the stock market, right? Stock market's been on a tear. Gold and silver have been in just a vicious downtrend. But let's draw some trend lines real quick together. Okay. You can see it broke that trend there. Oops. So this is just basic technical analysis, guys. There's nothing surprising, you know, or hard to notice or, you know, you can even make it, make it tighter. You could say this was the first break. right? We're constantly breaking trends over the last couple of years. And then, of course, the most significant was this year. We blew out earlier in this year, and I told you guys when that was happening, look, you could buy in front of that breakout, or if you didn't, what you want to do is buy the first pullback to the 50- and 200-day moving averages. This is the price of gold, by the way. We're looking at GLD, the ETF of of gold, GLD. So here's your first – there's your blowout. Now, this is a daily chart. There's the blowout
1: in June, the first pullback to the 50-day moving average, and a break back above now. Okay? Okay? Now, let's look at silver.
0: Same thing. This time, silver got down this black line here is the 200-day moving average. Silver had a blowout. It pulled back, put in a double bottom at the 200-day, and is exploding higher into the end of the year. Now, let's look at GDX. Now, this is what I highlighted for you guys earlier this year. I talked about this, okay? Most recently in November, I said, here's the double box setting up. It's holding above the 200-day, which is impressive. And when it popped out above the 50, we were getting long uh, GDX. And we've been adding the positions, and now it's blowing out into the end of the year. If you've been following the Armor report, you guys are making
1: money in this trade right now. OK,
0: there's GDXJ. These are the small cap precious metal mining companies. Now, Thomas is making a very good point. He's talking about, and thanks for these, uh, these comments, you're talking about um The miners, wave one, wave two, big waves, this could be wave three. I totally agree with you. And there's different – I don't want to get too deep into the weeds about uh, Elliott wave theory. But let's just say, at the very least, an easy way to describe this, if we're looking at you know, – let's look at GDX for a second, the bigger guys. Okay? You could argue – this is one way to look at it. There's many different waves, many different cycles, right? But this is wave one up. Okay, that was the breakout. Wave two down. Okay, the test. Now we're into the beginning of wave three, which should be the biggest wave of all. All right, so there's nothing that you guys know about Elliott Wave, the very least is that wave three is the biggest. And we may be beginning that right now at the end of 2019, going into 2020. Okay? So to wrap up this section, let me just say that on our whiteboard, in our model portfolios, if you want to know what we own, become an Armour Insider. You can log in. You'll see what stocks we're following, what stocks we own in the precious metal space. Okay? There's a particular ETF we like to own. Well, actually, it's a closed-end fund we like to own to actually own the metal itself directly. It's trading at a discount to its an NAV. And when in past cycles, when you get gold and silver in the real bull market, these closed end funds go to premiums of their NAV. So there's a unique opportunity in this particular stock right now, and it's in all of our model portfolios. Okay? Conservative, balanced, and aggressive. They all hold this asset. So if you're not Armored Insider, go log in. I suggest you take a peek at what we own in that portfolio, all three of those. Okay, so theme number one on our desk that we're focusing on going to the new year is precious metals. I'm not spending a lot of time today on the reasons why. I just want to share with you what are the themes we're looking at. And in future uh, videos, I can kind of go into more detail. We'll do a precious metals video where we only talk about the fundamentals of why we're seeing the move, But for I want to just look at charts to raise your awareness of where we're focusing capital, okay? So let's take a look now the next space
1: has got to be energy. Okay? Let's take a look at the ETF
0: Looks like we just got logged out. I'm having some serious technical difficulties today, guys. I hope you're seeing this. Let me know if you're seeing this, guys. Are we still connected here? Somebody let me know.
1: All right, well, I'm going to keep talking. I hope this works. I'm looking at – okay, great. Do you hear me as well, Tom? Hopefully you do. Okay. All right. Maybe we're back.
0: All right. Anyway, let's just move on, try to push right through this. What I'm uh, uh, focusing on now is energy. This is XLE. This is the ETF of energy, XLE. Let's take a quick look at the uh, weekly chart of this. Okay. This is a massive double bottom after a pretty significant sell-off in energy. Okay. This is XLE, the big cap energy stocks. Now, why do we focus here? Number one, big dividend payers in this space. Do your homework. Go look at the armor whiteboard, see what stocks we're following that pay fat dividends in the energy space. We like to buy weakness, we like to buy double bottoms. Okay, now it all connects to USO. Okay, this is the weekly chart of energy. USO. It's breaking out of a bottom. And you might say, guys. You might say that these two themes are connected. Gold, silver, energy, what are those? Commodities. Commodities. Maybe 2020 is the year of the commodity move. Think about that. Let's take a look at one more chart that might explain why commodities are starting to look good. Check this out. Oh, my goodness, what's that breaking down? Look at that breakdown. That's the U.S. dollar, guys. Now I'm not going to wax poetic on the reasons why the U.S. dollar is breaking down. All right? All I'm saying is there's a direct cause and effect. If the U.S. dollar breaks down, <clears throat> that's a weekly chart you're looking at. If the U.S. dollar is breaking down, okay, then the the, the – Fundamental expression of U.S. dollar breaking down is higher asset prices, gold, silver, energy. So if you can focus on the energy space, collect dividends of better than 5% and have the commodity break out to the upside, we could have a very, very pleasant 2020, collecting dividends that pay our bills while at the same time our principal goes up. The proverbial, having the cake and eating it. right, now let's round it out. Uh, Everybody's favorite discussion on this channel, I've been talking about it for a year. We've been going over it ad nauseum. It's worth staying on. Yes, we're staying on the cannabis story. That is theme number three for 2020. We're not moving off of that. But Armour Insiders will know we have... Zero allocation to cannabis in our model portfolios at this time. And we've been in that position a little over a week now. Okay? We constantly look for the bottom in this asset. We do think the investment theme is going to be a significant theme where we can make money. Over the next two to three to five years or 10 years, who knows? But 2019 has been disasters. Why are we out of the position completely? Well, let's go take a look at the chart again, and you'll see. If you guys have been following me, you know this is the weekly chart of MJ. You know my stops are tight.
1: I've been talking about the importance of stops this whole year. Let's blow up the picture. This is MJ. This is the reversal.
0: This is the test of the reversal. Now, you could wait for it to take out these lows if you want, but I don't do that. So we talked about putting capital to work in here on a test. It went up for a couple of days. When it breaks the low of the bar, we bought it, we're out, okay? And in conservative portfolios, we were out a little bit even earlier than that. Actually, that's not fair to say. Let me, let me make sure we're all on the, on the same page. For conservative portfolios, so we have three armor portfolios, armor conservative, balanced, and aggressive. Conservative portfolios have not owned cannabis stocks since May, and I feel like I have to keep repeating myself. Because I hear a lot from you guys, and I want to make sure you understand this. There's nothing wrong with waiting for the bottom to be in and paying a little more for these stocks when the trend changes. You don't have to be trying to catch the bottom. So cannabis is on our whiteboard. It's a theme we're following for conservative accounts. We're not trying to catch a bottom. We continue to wait. That saved us a lot of money. That's about risk management. I don't care how much I like a theme. If it's not working, we don't keep running after it. But the same can pretty much be said for the balanced account as well. Conservative and balanced have really been out of this entire move. Our aggressive accounts, guys who love the idea, they want to be involved, okay, nothing wrong with that. We're going to try different points of entry. The most recent being, After this move on the bottom, which is you know right in here in November, we look to buy the pullback to test. So you could try that, we said, back on December 9th. It didn't go anywhere. We're already out of that position. Now we're going to wait to see what happens at the next stop, right? So I promised you guys that the next armor education video that I'm going to do, I'm going to go over with you the best stops that we use on our desk. And here's a little hint: it's got nothing to do with percentages. So I'm going to I'm going to um, destroy the myth that you can use a basic percentage for all of your stop losses. It makes no sense. I'll go over it. And I'll share with you the top three stops we use on our desk. In this example, one of the stops is the low of the day we bought it. So we buy it. If it goes below the low and closes there, we're gone. And I'll explain why on future videos. Okay. Another key stop is the low of the move that you're buying. Okay. So in this case, again, Take a look. The move that we're buying, that low, was put in on the 19th of November. It has not taken out that low yet. So if you're using a stop like that, you're still long the the space. Here's the low of the bar you're buying. All right? You might be buying it right there. So therefore, you have to be out when it takes out the low. Those are two different stops that we use. So now, having gone over risk management... Why is it still – we're in a horrific downtrend in 2019. Why would it even be on our trading desk's whiteboard? Why would we care about cannabis? Well, because the investment theme hasn't changed. There's just been a lot of missteps, but the potential for growth is enormous. And we're – in fact, we've just elevated a new cannabis stock to the top of our whiteboard, and we've been doing a lot of research on it. Armor Insiders, go log on, you'll see what I'm talking about. Guys who are following me on Twitter might be able to infer what stock we're doing research on right now. That may be our top choice for cannabis going into 2020. Not in the portfolio now. Being at the top of the whiteboard means we're doing extensive research so that when the algorithms match and we've done the research, We can act with confidence, okay? So there are areas in cannabis that we think will be significant in 2020. It does depend a lot on what happens in Ontario, okay? There's a lot of government regulation. Government keeps fumbling the ball, and it's making it longer and longer for us to see success in this space, okay? Okay. I will share with you one thing right now. The next time we step into cannabis stocks, we will do it first in the ETF. When you're in the teeth of a downtrend like this, the differentiation of types of companies doesn't make a difference in my opinion. The first move off the bottom will be a group move. It will be a release. They'll all pop. What I don't want to do is own the one or two stocks that don't pop when the group rebounds. So you might find the greatest idea in the world, you think it's great, you go buy it. The whole group pops. The stock goes down because they announce a secondary or something like that. You see what I'm saying? You don't want to be in that position. So the first move off the bottom for us is going to be in the ETF. Then once the new uptrend is established. We'll start branching out into our favorite fundamental names. I'll leave you with that thought. I want to wish you guys a very happy, a very healthy new year. Take a break. Enjoy your family. Have some fun. And we'll get at this again probably Friday of this week at 1130. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. Take care, guys.